everyone. It is Dave and Jeff. It is December 29th, 2021. Last show of the year. Yeah. Maybe last show ever. What do you get? What do you get if it is? Probably not. Well, what if it was? Okay. Dude, people have been asking me that a lot. Is this the last show ever? Because ever. you brought it up like six weeks ago. Yeah. You said something crazy. And then I was, dude, I missed it. Everyone else caught it but me when you said it. Well, because you're not really known for paying attention. Oh, that's not true. Or reading the room. That's not true. You're not good at it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, how about that holiday bowl? Goddamn UCLA. What a bunch of punks. Dude, okay. There's so many things to talk about this thing. One, were you going to go? No, I, okay. I actually wasn't. Me but neither. It, but it's funny watching. So Mark Neville, who's the executive director. Great and, guy. And his wife, Gail Lamy. Wrote a great song, Take Me Out to the, the the Bowl Game. Did you hear Nev singing like a maniac? Goddamn Nev. Nev couldn't carry a tune in a bucket. But he's the nicest dude. And they've been, they've been friends of mine for 25 years. Yeah, great guy. And... I know how frustrating it was for him a year ago. I talked to him. I think he we talked about coming on here. Yeah. And different things were going on because they were trying to negotiate. Nev, so when Qualcomm came down, we'll we'll go back a little okay, bit. Okay, yeah. We got a lot to go through here. When when Qualcomm came down, one of the first people I called was Nev to say yeah. what happens now. And at that point, do you have a shot to go to Petco Park? And you said, well, well, we'll kind of see. I'm optimistic. They were negotiating with the Padres, some different things. And then uh, Aztecs start building their stadium. Yep. So the next phone call I make, once this gets approved and Soccer City's out and uh, San Diego State goes in, I call Nev again. I go, hey, man, what does this mean for you? Because we can't play there. It's too small. So I'm like, is this typical of this meathead town that we would build a football stadium too small to host our one bowl game. We yeah. have nothing else left. So I said, all right, so maybe Petco, he goes, God, I'm hoping he goes, I think we got a chance to go there. Well, then last year, October of 20, they pulled the plug and I talked to him. He goes, man, I just can't risk it. He goes, we don't, Hey, we don't really have anywhere to play. Yeah. It, we don't have enough time to get it worked out with Petco and the way COVID was going, well, get it, right? So then our kids go to Helix. They've yeah. got a son, Milo. So I've stayed in contact. Dave, they were so genuinely excited about a bunch of different things that were going to happen last night. Number one was the first game being played at Petco. Yeah. And Pete Seidler... Eric Gruppner and everybody down there really had stepped up and done a lot to get that thing done. Yeah. And the city of San Diego stepped up, kicked in a lot of money. And as we all saw over the last couple of days, man, as the sod got rolled in, it really looked cool. It did. And it, it did a great job. Right. Because I think we've all probably been to holiday bowl games at Qualcomm where it was packed and he had a blast. Most have been there on nights, rainy, cold yeah. nights, where it wasn't quite as much fun. So they were excited about that. But the other thing that probably has gotten lost in the shuffle of this story is they were moving. This game had been on ESPN2. It had been on ESPN. It had been, who else knows? ESPN News or yeah. wherever else. <laughs> Volpito. Yeah. And last night... They were scheduled to be prime time on Fox. Gus Johnson on the call, big time Fox, prime time. 
aerial shots of downtown San Diego. They were so incredibly excited, Dave, yeah. because they felt like it was almost a rebirth for the game. Now, I don't know. I don't follow college football enough. I know getting UCLA down here was exciting for them. Um, I can't speak for NC State. I don't know. I mean, you're having people come in, right? Yeah, you so you got they, they, a lot of people did come in. The ACC yeah. coming in town. And so it was just great. And what we have seen is starting with Texas A&M, other teams that have pulled out and given bowl games an opportunity to uh, to put in a replacement team. But our, our friend Katie Temple, we're texting with uh, two nights ago because yeah. she hosted the parade yesterday on Bally Sports West. People are excited. And, and then whatever time. Noon, we get the message comes across, and I, I was at work, and my buddies at work were like, "Oh no!" I'm like, "What?" They're like, "They just canceled the holiday bowl," and I go, "I just felt so bad. I felt so bad, not only for all the people that came in and everything else. I just feel bad for my friend, my my friends that you know, Mark, who has worked so hard to get this thing where it was, yeah, to bring it to the next level. Man, it was going to be a big night for San Diego, and it and it got torn away." You know, there's so many losses there as far as, and before it was even canceled, I kept thinking of the people from North Carolina State who came in, who said, "Yeah, we're going to come here, San Diego, and everything you think of San Diego in your mind, well, it couldn't have been a worse week for weather. It was fucking cold, it's rainy. You look back in North Carolina, it's 72 and sunny. I mean, it was. It was much better weather back there than here. It was just weird. And it doesn't matter. They're going to see their team. You know how it yeah. is. I mean, you're so following a team like the Gophers where yeah. you, you travel, you get a chance to leave Minnesota in the winter to come to San Diego, and you're thinking this is going to be outstanding. And then there's no game. And you, you pay for hotels and everything else. Yep. And if you have a kid on the team, your kid missed Christmas because of COVID. Yeah. You know, they want to separate everything. So you missed family memories and this and that and things that have gone through. UCLA has completely fucked this thing. Yeah. Okay. By the way, Sean Walchuff was a sponsor for the first time oh, ever yeah. Holiday Bowl. He got fucked. Fed the Navy <laughs> yesterday. The yeah. great thing. I saw Sean doing that. And so there's so many people that, that, as I said, worked their asses off to make this happen in San Diego. UCLA didn't give a fuck. No. And they joking about it. They're going to SeaWorld. Yeah. No mask. They're making jokes about COVID. North Carolina State, 100% clean. UCLA fucks this up. To the point where the North Carolina State coach loved called it. out UCLA. I loved it. And said, you can't tell me you didn't know four hours before the game that all of a sudden this just hit. Yeah. Didn't give anyone a chance to find a replacement team to make this work. Yeah. You fucked everybody. And the deal is, who gets paid? Does North Carolina State get their money? I don't think money? anybody gets paid. Exactly. I don't think the Holiday Bowl gets paid. I don't think anybody gets Because I mean, the commercials never ran on Fox. Right. So you go, okay, UCLA doesn't get paid. North Carolina State doesn't get paid. I hope North Carolina State sues the fuck out of UCLA. Dude, I hope the Holiday Bowl. You know, does. yeah, swear to you, I hope I hope UCLA, Chip Kelly, and those guys pay the price for this yeah. bullshit. No, I, no accountability on their end, and almost seemed like it just was nothing. You know, the thing that I liked, Dave, was because as I hear it, and I see uh, Mark's wife Gail post on social media, like, "Hey, I think we're done." I'm like, "Man, I got to tell you, this one really stings." Yeah, like things have happened. I, I had a game, a uh, hockey game we were going to a couple of weeks ago. We were excited about uh, shit. We could go tonight. I was supposed to see Connor uh, Connor McDavid and uh, Leon Dreisettle with my kids, great seats. It gets canceled. We're like, all right, fuck. It's just, it's the way of the world. But what happened yesterday, just because I know what he has put into it, I know the energy, 
that the Redcoats put in. Yeah. Our old pal Bob Bollinger was the honorary president this no year. And and I just, they're good people over there. They really are good people over there. And uh, yeah, I had a friend tell me, ah, Century Club's got to get out. They pulled the plug on this thing. It's John Lynch Sr. and who was, and Benkowski ruined it. I go, those two guys haven't been involved. Was Papa Doug involved? <laughs> I was dying. There's so many conspiracy theories going. I was John Lynch Sr. What? Isn't it amazing how many people fuck up the details? Yes. I'm like, no. Do you understand how much money costs the holiday bowl? Their whole budget. It's like what you see, Dave. I used to see it with, with fighters. And you you really are borrowing a ton of money waiting for fight night and then yeah. you get to fight night and the guy you're supposed to fight can't make weight and yeah. the fight gets canceled and you're you're really screwed and that's exactly what happened to the holiday bowl yeah they wanted ticket sales this thing was about being on fox prime time when nothing else is going on yep. and they would have owned it last night at prime time on the east like I said, Gus Johnson makes every game exciting. Like it was a huge night for the Holiday Bowl, and it got and it got yanked away from them, and I, I felt awful. So the last Holiday Bowl was 2019. Yeah, God dang, dude. You know that's what? That's the last game in. Uh, that's the last game in Qualcomm Stadium. I think USC played. I can't remember who. Wow. So Mark Neville has turned into Mark Fabiani, right? Just working his ass off, and nothing gets done. Oh, right. Nev. Think about it. Right. Think about it. You have busted your ass for two, three years well, and you get no finish line. Well, he it did. Sucks. Yeah. The difference between Nev and, and Fabiani is Nev closed the deal with Fox. I mean, Fox was ready to go. Cameras were plugged in. Let's go, baby. And uh, Fabiani got nothing but uh, Faulkner's cell number. That's true. That, that's not it. really the same. But uh, just it's weird to put projects together for three years and you get nothing out of it. Yeah. The, the, and then, so, I I did what a lot of people thought, which is, like, when Texas A&M pulled out of that game, yeah, I was like, why can't San Diego State get a call? They had just played in the Frisco Bowl, and I, I saw somebody post today, well, teams can't play in two bowl games. Yeah, the NCAA doesn't want the guy who's playing in two. Well, that, that's just, now, they couldn't have done it yesterday. There was no way. Nah, kids are gone. Kids go home. Yeah. They but you probably. uniforms, everything. But after the Frisco Bowl, yeah. you probably could have said, hey, listen, we're going to get another game. Yeah, It's going to be more money for the program. NCAA probably would have signed a waiver to let State play at 12-2 and two instead of the five. Who was it? Rutgers at 5-7? Yeah, and seven? that was ridiculous. Stupid. So No, you're right. If you would have given at least the coaches and the players four to five days notice. They would have had they, a week. Then you could have had film and everything. It's like a, you don't want to show up, get your your ass kicked. You also turned it all. Yeah. The guys were gone. Well, that was the thing for yeah. yesterday when people are like, "Well, just have the Aztecs play." Okay, guys, are, have you on social media all week long? Guys have announced they're going into the draft. Yeah. Coaches Transfer are gone. Portal. Yeah, everything's done. You couldn't do it with the Aztecs. So I know, uh, I know, NC State and the Holiday Bowl were were making calls, but they just you didn't have a window for Fox TV. You didn't have anybody who came in. No, it really was just call Cathedral. Bring their guys over. Yeah. It Lucky was, Sutton. Yeah, bring them in. Uh, it was kind of, it just really sucked. And and it's why UCLA is a joke. It's uh, also, it's amazing how many people didn't understand when you're sitting there following the story. Oh, they're just going to postpone it. No, it's over. Gone. Well, they tried to. 
And yeah, but they made it clear on this. The NCAA made this clear. You miss your yeah. window, your window's gone. Yeah, no, they it took twenty four hours, and then finally the Holiday Bowl. Yeah, they said today they tried I to mean, exhaust everything. The NCAA has made that clear, even to the point of this Alabama Cincinnati game, Michigan, uh, Georgia game. That hey, if you guys can't get your shit together, we're canceling those too. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it it is it's it's disappointing. There are a lot of a lot of losers in this whole deal, and I, I don't blame North Carolina State for pointing the finger at UCLA, especially when we see the videos of the guys saying "fuck it, what a joke," and then they can't follow the protocols with the masks. Yeah, embarrassing. I, embarrassing. I, I don't know about anybody else. I was just saying to Dave, I'm going to get a booster shot on Sunday. Yeah, and. I mean, it's just, you're at the point now where you walk around. I was at a, a doctor's appointment today. And fuck, Dave, I just see these arrogant assholes still walking around town without a mask on. And I, I saw something today on social media that says, you don't want to wear a mask, you don't want to get vaccinated, but you're blaming the government for the surge in COVID numbers. Yeah. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That's perfect. That works out. And then I saw another thing on social media. Where they said, well, Omicron's just basically a head cold. And somebody wrote, well, I don't want your fucking cold either. So stay home. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it's just it's just the arrogance of people. Then today, I'm at lunch, and there's a guy in front of me with a UCLA hat on and no mask. Really? And I was like, ha! And, he, and he's like, oh, shit. And he, scrapped, he had one. Yeah. yeah. And I started laughing. I go, oh, I was ready to blame you for the holiday ball. He was dying. He goes, it's not my fault. I promise. But... Yeah, it's just you see guys like do your fucking part, you arrogant fucking pricks. I'm so sick of these assholes that think they're above the law, just strolling around. Fuck you. You know, it really is. It's like how many people that you know, people expect it out of you and I. But I I went to dinner, met a friend last night for dinner, and I was saying I saw this post about a conservative radio host who's been anti-vaccine, yeah. won't do anything, and now the guy's got COVID, and he's unconscious in a ventilator. And this friend of mine, <laughs> that's, awesome. who, that's exactly what she said. Yeah, I 100% feel like oh, that's She's great. like, good. They've already lost three of them. Three of those conservative radio hosts have already died. Yeah. Go ahead. You're making it worse for everyone else. You're, you're, you're preaching bullshit. Yeah. You are not good for this planet. No. You got to go. Uh, see ya. And so, yeah, I just... Man, I'm at the point right now where uh, I'm going Sunday. Yeah. I texted my ex. I'm like, hey, I'm making an appointment for Sunday to get a booster. She's like, what time? I go 340 because I said I'm off Monday. You're going to miss the fourth quarter of the Sunday games. Uh, you weren't a fan. I thought you were a Raider fan. Uh, don't worry. I'm a fan of America, Dave. That's what I'm a fan of. How's that feel, you fuck? The Raiders might play it. No, no, they're playing the later game. I thought they played like 10 in the morning. That'd be great. Yeah, I got YouTube TV on my phone. Don't worry about me. Okay, pretty boy. Uh, but, but she said, yeah, I'm in. And so I was going to sign. My kids aren't old enough. Yeah. They can't get it. But, but yeah, I'm like, all right, let's just go. Like, I don't care. Like I said before, I don't know if they're giving polio vaccines. I'll fucking take that too. Whatever you got, baby. I think you already have that one. Oh, okay. I think you're good. I think you got that one. I don't like what Want another tetanus shot while you're there. Yeah, I don't like And By the way, I don't like what our friend James Hughes said to me. He goes, oh, yeah, when you go get it, they're going to see you coming in. They're going to start shaking that thing. <laughs> and then they're going to tell you, 
stupid. Yeah, then he said they're going to tell you, oh, don't worry, those bubbles are supposed to be in there. <laughs> I go, I don't think they are. He goes, well, I hope they do it. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I do my part. The surge is funny. Well, again, I use the word funny, but a few weeks ago, it was... There was one person in San Francisco that had the new variant. Yeah. And now here we are. I'm not kidding. When I, I talked to Jeff this morning, and I said, I know 10 people yeah. that, that tested positive in the last like 24 hours. Now, are they vaccinated? Um, most of them were. Okay. Most were. And then it, that number has jumped to seven more after I talked to you this morning. Jesus Christ. You just go, yeah, you're going everywhere. So, Walchef said something interesting to me today, and I couldn't agree more. I don't know if, tell me if you've heard this, but he was saying... The NFL right now should lock down the rest of the games. No fans all the way through mm. the Super Bowl. We did it before. Right now, this thing is yeah. hotter than ever. Lock it down right now. And I said, you know, you're right. They should. Why would the NFL who need to stay on that TV schedule yeah. do anything different? Just say, hey, the last two weeks of the year in the playoffs, no fans. We've got to make sure we're keeping guys. Can Look at the fucking uh, Colts playing like Sam Ellinger against the Raiders yeah. right now, who was a six-round pick never taken a snap. The Colts need that game. They called Philip Rivers, for Christ's sakes. Uh, well, I'm going to a Kings game Sunday. Yeah. But I've said it. When we go, they check. Yeah. They're very diligent in checking to make sure that you're vaccinated. And, I, and I'll give the Kings credit, and I'm, I'm guilty of this, and I'll, I'll own it. There are people within um, Crypto.com Arena that are pretty diligent about monitoring the mask yeah. thing. And I've kind of shrugged it off. I tell you what, I, I won't anymore. And I, I, they were doing a good job. They were doing their job. And, and I tell you what, like I said to my kids, I go, hey, we really don't have anybody just where we happen to be. There's not really anybody to our left or to our right. There are people in front of us. But anybody, any arena, you know, the seats are elevated. So we're, we're above those people. We're not doing it. I just said, hey, guys, bring a comfortable mask because we're going to do it. For you, and we're going to do it for everybody around us just to give them peace of mind. Uh, if we get a drink or, you know, anything else, that's one thing. But I go, yeah, we're just we're just going to do our part. And we'll mask up and enjoy the game and have fun. And, and But I tell you what, I'm going to these because I have tickets for them. Yeah. But anything else that I don't have tickets for, we're, I just said, hey, we're just going to kind of hang and... See what happens. Yeah, we'll, we'll lay low. Like, I'm not buying tickets for anything else at this point. Yeah. No San Diego State basketball yep. or anything else that we had talked about. We're just going to... We've got three games. Um, Saturday, Thursday, next Saturday. Uh, one, six, and eight. And then we're done till February 26th. Okay. And I said, okay, I think... Yeah. I said, we'll just... We'll play the game. We'll mask up. We'll I'll get the booster. We'll do all that stuff, and then um, and then yeah, we'll we'll just lay low until they say it's it's free and clear. Couldn't the NFL close it down the rest of the way through the playoffs, and then Super Bowl say okay, we'll open it up for the fans because fuck it, we have nothing going on afterwards. A lot of revenue, Dave. A lot of revenue. Yeah, a lot of. I mean, and that's you know, circling back to what we talked about for last night. Yep, a lot of revenue. A lot of revenue yeah. that you have to return. <laughs> yeah. And, how about those bars, man, that uh, killed it downtown because there's no holiday bowl, though? Like, the restaurants yeah. and bars did really well yesterday. Probably did very well. Yeah. But, man, I just, I felt so bad uh, for for everybody involved. Hotels probably did great. Now, I don't know what, um, I was interested to see it last night because how they had changed Petco around. 
But I also wanted to see how ticket sales were. I don't know. I mean, I didn't feel like, I didn't really know anybody going. I know a few people that went. Someone reached out to me and said, hey, I have two tickets. Do you want, they're like $200 a piece. Oh, no. that, but that's, I'm saying that's a lot compared yeah. to what it used to be at Qualcomm. Yeah, it's a smaller place. And I remember when, when seats first went on sale in the upper deck, there were 95 a ticket. Well, I'm yeah. not putting out 300. Shit, I, can't, I just can't do it. 400 bucks to take my kids to the Holiday Bowl. Um, so, yeah. Damn, that is, that's something else. Yeah, it's disappointing the way the whole thing worked out right there. You know what I ended up doing uh, yesterday? I told you, my, my mother's in town until Saturday. She's going back on Saturday. Okay. And um, so I was like, all right, let's 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 get out and see a couple things in, in San Diego, place yeah. you haven't been. And so she's never been to Hodad's, okay? Oh, nice, cool. So we go to OB. Yeah. O- OB's a shithole. Don't let anyone tell you anything different. <laughs> OB is a shithole. It's always going to be a shithole. It, it's, it's really ridiculous. This old lady who looked like she was closer to 90 than 80 yeah told us she had vertigo and a concussion and she had lipstick on and her feet weren't weren't in her shoes all the way and she pulls the you know can i put my arm around you while we're standing in line at hodets to you to me and the to my mom and then this guy comes out from uh, like a bar across the street that lady's a professional pickpocker pickpocketer oh wow. she will fucking take your wallet and your phone and everything else that's important to you don't let her get close to you and and I watched her, you know, and she sure enough, she she didn't get anything from me or from my mom. My wow. mom's clothes. The guy goes, We throw her out at this street all the time. Watch out for her. Don't let her touch you. Don't let her get too close to you. This is what she does. And you're going, son of a bitch. You know, like here's an old wow. lady, you feel nice. You feel yeah. like I'm holding her bag. Josh is holding her fucking coffee, you know? Yeah. Just so she doesn't fall over as she says. Shove her down to the ground. Dude, we we go into Ho Dad's Ho Dad's knows who she is. They throw her the fuck out right away. You know, yeah. get beat it. We see her as soon as we're done eating. She's walking the street like she could have been on roller skates, dude. It's like, man, that vertigo went away fast. Yeah. And wow. he, he, yeah, and you're like, son of a bitch. Look at this shit. Wow. Trying to help this old lady out. It was cold as fuck. You know, it's drizzling. Yeah. And I couldn't believe it when the guy said, no, this is what she does. She steals from everybody on this block. Dude, I tell you what, I like OB. I like OB a what lot. What do you like about it? It's a dump. No, you know why I like OB? Because they have not changed in 35 years. No shit. That place is, no, but it's Bunch old. Of degenerates. But, yeah, there are. But Do you live in OB or do you live in uh, in IB? Oh, no, I'd live in IB. I would live, I could live in IB. I wouldn't live in OB. No. Now, there's a great show that you would like a lot on Amazon Prime called Terriers that was filmed in OB. Ten-part uh, series, really fucking good. But I, to me, you're doing what I'm 100% guilty of, which is painting the entire city. I've been there a bunch of times. It's shit every time. Well, really? Bunch of meth heads and shit. It's all fucked up. You're a meth head. I, I don't think you even realize how beautiful OB is. Uh, there, dude, it is not beautiful. Yeah. It is. <laughs> dude, uh, all right, shit. how unique OB is. When's the last time you've been OB? Honestly, I was God. in OB. Um, it's actually been my sons and I went to Breakfast Republic. And Breakfast Republic is right at, it's the east end of Newport. So we were there. It's probably been six months. Now, when we go, if we go for Hodads or we did this or we go down to the pier or anything like that, I will admit when I go, I'm usually early Saturday morning or early Sunday morning. Okay. Um, 
We used to have USA Boxing. Uh, there was a great gym right on Newport, right by the Wells Fargo Bank. And we had a blast because those shows, we would, you know, it's eight, 10 bucks to, to cover our fees and everything to get in. But there was kind of a side door in this old barn. It was like an old ballroom. I think it's gone now. And the the locals, man, the OB locals were there. And for me, I worked at a liquor store in Encinitas, and we had a bunch of these fuckheads that came in. <laughs> it's it's just for, like, the OB locals are like anywhere else. 95% of them, if you're just, hey, how's your day going? They're going to be cool. And if any of them get mouthy, hey, shut the fuck up, you fucking asshole. And then they just move on. I mean, I think the problem is, Dave, too many people yeah. go down there thinking they got to be Todd fucking Gloria. <laughs> You're not running for mayor, dickhead. So if anybody's a douche to you, tell them to shut the fuck up and get out of the way and then move them out. But for the most part, when I've been down there, that, I mean, listen, go to the downtown hodads at 11th and Broadway. That's not really a bunch of people that are on the cover of San Diego Magazine for people to watch. You know, I couldn't decide which one I was going to go to, but because we went when it opened, I said, oh, we have time to go to the original one in OB. Yeah, well, that's fine. I mean, like, like I said, you're right by goddamn Star Bar or whatever else is over there and at where we used to work. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you go in, but Hodads, man, you got to do that. You got you to gotta go. But there's little places... I can't think of, uh, <coughs> see, you already got me sick. Oh, because I threw a cough drop in and made you start coughing. A couple little restaurants across the street from Hodad's that are really cool. And, you know, I was down there a lot. We used to do college football Saturday down there at a few bars. <clears throat> you sure? I thought that was PB. Thanks. I remember where I was. I was there. It was PB. When I had to do the appearances, it was PB. Yeah, because they knew you couldn't hang it, OB. I can't. I fucking hate it. I hate it. Yeah, they hate you. And so you coming a mile away. Get that fucker Jesus. out of here. Don't, dude, you can With go ahead and kick me out for Dusty Baker a life. jersey. Uh, I have no idea what that means. Your goddamn Dodger jersey. Uh, all the way to the right, all the way down at the West End, there was a bar, parking lot right there, faced the pier. And that was the big Navy bar. So when we had, anytime we were doing Navy football, we'd be there. But anyways. Exciting. <laughs> Boring as fuck. I didn't know you hated the military. Glad Dude, I love the military. Doesn't I hate military like sports. Fucking ridiculous. They had no fucking. Don't ever invite me to the Army-Navy game. Oh, it's great. Okay, coach. Yeah. Yeah. You and Darren, tell me how great it is. Nothing's worse than those fucking Friday shows before the fucking uh, Army-Navy game. Fuck. Hey, look. How great to welcome in. <laughs> that something that people are going to lose their shit on. Napoleon McCallum. Let me tell you. <laughs> the worst shows ever. All right. Look, I know it's not popular. The Army-Navy shows before are terrible. Yeah. And charity shows are terrible. We've done charity shows, right? Uh, Blood drive shows are terrible. We've done a million of those. They're terrible. They're boring. They're terrible. Yeah. Anytime you go on radio children's hospital shows, they're terrible. They're depressing as fuck. It's like when you watch TV and you see those dogs for two minutes on the commercials. Yeah. Trying to get to donate. You can't reach for the Sarah remote. Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah. You can't reach for the remote fast enough to change it because you're fucking going to freak out. Yeah. You change you, the channel. Yeah. You like that. That's um, those good. are the worst shows. The Jim Valvano shows are terrible. As yeah. far as shows go, it, they're all so depressing. I hope they raise a ton of money every year, man. I, I can't do it. So I had to go to a doctor's appointment today 
yeah. down in Del Mar. So I'm driving down, and nobody's on uh, locally. No local shows. So from that, you got your ears boxed? You get your hearing back? What? <laughs> what did you just say? When you got your ears boxed. <laughs> Who do you think has the courage to box my ears? I'd like to meet that person. <laughs> I was sure if you said what on purpose as a joke. Yeah, I'm like, I was waiting for you to do the line. It hurts. It hurts. <laughs> I was waiting for you to do the line. No. So I go down and I'm scanning around and I end up on 760 KFMB. Yeah. The worst fucking show I've ever heard. I had to look up this woman's name. Vicky McKenna. Okay. Now she's telling everybody, don't get the vaccine, all this shit, right? Right. So I'm I'm just listening. And now she is trying to get a guest on the air. So she's like, Senator Ron Johnson, are you there? I can't hear him. I can't. Senator Johnson, hang on. Can you push that button, please? And now she's giving shit to the board, Great, op, which it. is, you know, that's part of my fraternity. I'm like, hey, you shut up. So now she goes, Senator Johnson, are you there? Thank the heavens above. Hallelujah. It's so great to have you. Senator Johnson, how are you today? And this is what you hear on KFMB. <laughs> Outstanding. She can hear him. No one None else of can. us can. Sir, I wanted to talk to you about everybody being in panic because of this new variant. <laughs> That's what you're hearing. And then you're hearing this. <sighs> oh, shit. And then you're hearing papers rustling. <laughs> I'm just fucking dying. It's so great. It's going on for like ten minutes. Nobody understands that she's the only one you can hear. Yeah. Like she can hear it in her headphones, and none of us can hear it. So you can hear the sound of shh, 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 pen, like write yeah. notes. Shh, shh, shh. <sighs> and right. <laughs> And I'm like, how is anybody going to fucking be listening to this shit? So now, all of a sudden, she just jumps in. Okay, okay, hang on. Senator, hang on. We're going to have to take a break. I don't know what's going on. Do you guys know what's going on in there? Does anybody? Ha- now she's giving it to the board. Again. House. Can we please try to figure out a way to get this? So then she goes, well, let's take some calls. Senator, we'll have to call you back. Let's go to Trevor. He's calling this show. Hello, Trevor. You're on with Vicki McKenna. God, can we get Trevor? It was. Oh, my God, Dave. It was half hour of the... She was the biggest bitch. Was Just, she local or was this a national no, show? No, she's a bitch from Wisconsin. Zero talent hack. She was such a bitch to her support staff who's in there. I guarantee these guys... Or some part-timer trying their best oh to figure God. it out. And she's calling them out on the air. Does anybody in there know? Why don't you try pushing that button? Trevor's on line three. He probably knows he's the guy who put him on. Oh, it was just, I loved it. it. It's my personal favorite is just radio shows that go off the rails. Holy shit. Well, I can't get a guest done and I can't get callers on. Oh, boy. I guess I'm just going to have to talk. You know what? Can we just take a break? 
Do you guys think that's a good idea? I sure do. <laughs> I bet the, and I bet the kid on the board is just like, I'll tell you what's a good idea. Taking that hot coffee and throwing it right in your fat face, Vicky. It's is Vicky McKenna filling in on the Johnny Banana show or whoever the fuck it was. I was like, what happened to KFMB? That's where Ted used to be, man. Yeah. Ted was in after. That's where Kelly and King used to Kelly be. Kelly and King. That's where Rick Best Roberts was. 90 days. Yeah, that's where Rick Roberts was exploiting little kids' murder. Whoops, did I say that? Speaking of Ted, I was at DZ Aikens today. Is his picture still up? His picture's right behind the register. What year? Oh, How big are his glasses? From 1978. It's ridiculous. Get the big yeah. frames? Yeah, he has a big Looks frames. like Marvin Hamlish? It does. Looks like Marvin Hamlish and Sally, Jesse, Raphael combined. Yes. And then that stupid sandwich that fucking, I don't know what the hell happened here. They say, should have talked Ted out of it. But that guy dang, the Ted Leitner special. What is it? Corned beef pastrami, which sounds good. On rye. But it has to be American, American cheese. American cheese. Ted. Like, dude, that's not fucking deli food. You idiot. <laughs> American cheese is not cheese. It's not. It's like Velveeta. Jesus Christ. What's wrong with you? That's what Europeans <laughs> laugh at us for. I'm trying to murder At least me. we have fucking French toast, which is awesome. Fuck. Tell people to come from France here and try that American cheese. Like, what the fuck's wrong with Americans? Americans don't eat that shit. I bet you go in there and the Enberg is like, you know, prime rib sliced. Yeah. Horseradish, side of au jus. You're like, that's a good sandwich. What's Ted got? Peanut butter, jelly, American cheese, and mayo. You're like, Ted. <laughs> On right. On right. Ted, what the hell? <laughs> you know what they didn't have and I had to ask for it? The Artie Ojeda? No. <laughs> No, dude. You know, my, my favorite thing is the pickles on the table. Oh, that shit's gone because dude. of COVID. COVID. Of course, but all uh, those greasy. If you, little- if you ask for it, if you happen to go in there and you ask for it, they'll bring you a big ass bowl of fucking pickles. So, uh, but as I, I, I said, how many it, you eat? Two full bowls by myself. My mom just staring at me. How many pickles total? A lot, a lot. What's the matter with you? Dude, I, I love it, and I'm telling yeah, you, but you it's do one of, the, one of those things. Pit them already. You want to drop that? <laughs> Yeah, no, it was good. The food was was good. It was uh, yeah. it, it was a good time. But yeah, did Ho Dad's yesterday. Then we went to La Jolla. Then uh, uh, right. we were going to go downtown, but we knew the Holiday Bowl stuff was going on. Did you go into the village in La Jolla down to Prospect and everything? No, we went up to uh, we went by UCSD, and then we. <laughs> when Josh was with us, maybe laugh because you know Josh is in his twenties. He's in great shape. My mom's seventy six. Yeah, he's making my mom walk all the way from the top of the hill. At fucking UCSD, all the way down to like the sand. It was freezing. I'm like, how the fuck is she going to get back up? Yeah. You know, what are you going to do, Josh? She's, she barely can make it down without falling through the grade. Yeah. And now you're going to sit there and make her walk all the way back yeah. up this fucking yeah. hill. It was ridiculous. I'll, yeah. I'll get the car. You did know? he go get it? Yeah, he did. He ran up there and got the fucking car all the way at the top yeah, of the hill. a good grandson, right? She's there. looking at him like, are you insane? Like, how am I going to get back up? Yeah. I'm going to have to fucking call a helicopter and get out of, out of here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just pull her up like, uh, we used to be, God, I'm telling you, I don't think I'd let my kids do this, but in Minneapolis, this time of year, we go bumper skiing every day. And neighbors, we had neighbors. I'm trying to think of the guys. Uh, That's Pete, crazy that you guys did this. Pete and Point Loma 100% would participate. He'd probably have a uh, Chevy, uh, or have a Cadillac Eldorado. Yeah. Right? You got to have like one of those long bumpered cars. Yeah. Your neighborhood would be perfect, and there'd be like an inch, two inches of packed down snow. 
yeah. because the snow plow would come through and they'd roll everything through. So it was pretty slick. And yeah, you're right by the tailpipe. So you're just breathing in nothing but, but toxic fumes. Yeah, of course. Well, yeah. Weren't you afraid of going underneath the car? Never even entered my mind. That you could possibly die, slide under the tire, and get uh, run over? No. Well, and I'd, Pete, a guy like Pete would be up there yeah. firing down a Michelob Ultra, killing a heater. Woods would. would be another guy. Woods would participate. And let Woods would participate. Son. Yeah. And you'd, so you get in the back, and you'd probably be like four kids lined up, and you get like Johnny Bench, man. You get in that championship kind of <laughs> squat down. And you got two hands right on the bumper. Yeah. And then the car takes off. And, yeah, Woods and Pete would probably be the guy. Because if you're going five miles an hour, come on! Let's go. You'd heckle the local driver. Oh, so the driver knew you were doing it. You didn't just oh, jump yeah. on no, as they're driving away. Well, you would do that, too. But school bus all the time. School bus School bus. Dude, that would scare the shit out of me. All the time. I'd get get run over by those two tires that are next to each other. Never even entered our mind. What if you saw your kids doing it now? That's the way. You'd lose your mind. I would. You'd lose your shit. Yeah. You guys the dumbest motherfuckers on the planet? Yeah, because your dad was. (laughs) So we would do this, oh my God, for hours on end. And there'd always be like one kid, Jeff Whalen, my buddy. He just, he'd get the shaky arms. And then he'd, ah, he'd just roll off. <laughs> he'd just eat shit into the ditch. Yeah, so usually what would happen is you would, you'd be in a catcher's squat, but then as the car started taking off, it was usually your right foot would go out. So now, oh, you're, now you're there, and you might have your left foot still in the squat, but you're kind of starting to go, and you're trying to pull that. Right you know, you're like in. seven or eight. You don't have any quad or any core strength to pull that in. And your buddies are all heckling you. Just fucking let go, bitch. And then that kid would just let go, face bowed. Yeah, right ah. Do I have my teeth? Yeah. But the great thing was, like, on the school bus, Dave, you knew, like, on our or your street here, yeah. if you went down and then took that left, you're like, oh, baby, we got a turn coming. Yes. And that was all about, man, you felt like a young Pat Valenzuela. You had to arc into that turn. You didn't know how to arc into that turn. You were done. Oh, my gosh. And the bus drivers would lose their shit. Of course. They'd lose their jobs. Can't have kids hanging out the back of the bumper. Best. And you just go for like. And you never saw a serious injury? Like nobody no. lost an arm or a leg? Oh, no. Oh, no. We, I think if that was an Olympic sport, Team USA would have been great. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Kids from Minnesota would have meddled. We oh would have meddled God. for sure. We would have beat the kids from the Netherlands. Oh, shit. Those kids are soft. We would have beat those kids. We would have beat the Polish kids. <laughs> we absolutely would have beat the, the Russian team. Yeah, we're good to go. So fun. Oh, my gosh. Again, that is that sounds so crazy. It's so unsafe. Uh, and so if it wasn't bad enough with the Holiday Bowl yesterday. you do that up in Julian? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, I don't have any ligaments in my left leg. Yeah, my left knee is good. completely just bone on bone. I I, I just think yeah, I think I that's would, why your knee blew out early. Yeah. Oh, probably. Yeah. But I yeah, right now I I would just be locked in because my left leg doesn't even move. There's no grease in the hinge. Um. Yesterday was bad enough with the holiday bowl, and then we found the news that John Madden passed away. Yeah. Now I saw a couple of things today. I mean, a lot of nice tributes. But I found out today, do you know Jim Trotter was a Raider fan? No way. I thought Trotter was a 49er fan. 
well, he's turncoat trotter because he told the story on FL Network that he's from the Bay Area yeah. and he grew up in the East Bay. Yeah. And he was an Oakland kid growing up and he was a Raider fan and he loved John Madden. And That's awesome. Yeah. I don't know when he became a turncoat and left his silver and black for red and gold. Probably when he got his college degree. <sighs> Embarrassment. Forgot where he came from. Yeah. Probably a Calgary Flames fan, too. Dork. But he did a... Uh, so disappointed in him. And then I found out uh, Sean Salisbury said he's been a Raider fan his entire life. And I thought, that's why I've been buddies with that guy for 25 that's years. That's funny. Grew up here in San Diego yep. like I did. Yep. Probably and, pulled the same move you did. Yeah, knew him. Didn't work for guys in yellow pants. Yeah. I mean, took their money. Yeah. Played yeah. here. And your Viking money. Well, that's fine. But... Said today, but I I have like look man if you're a Raider fan like we've been, it's just cool yeah man, it's just fun it's great I don't really care what anybody else thinks about the Raiders you can say whatever you want don't bug me at all I don't think it bugs any Raider fan at all it's just it's really really since I was thirteen years old I became a Raider fan so it's very very long time and. I was saying the other day, I'm much more invested in them today than I am in the Vikes. Yeah. Maybe that changes with the coaching change and quarterback change. Um, but when John Madden passed away, man, that that hurt everybody who loves the silver and black. But that was worldwide for football. Oh, it was. It was, it was big. I mean, you talk about a guy who was number one, just not even his coaching career, but worked for the four major networks. Yeah. You know, Fox was a joke at the yeah. time. I mean, it's kind of interesting. I heard the story today that when Fox got the rights and CBS was out on the NFL yeah. and Madden left CBS for Fox because there's nowhere to go, yeah. that they had to go out and find 250 stations across the country that just to get them to carry Fox now. Oh, wow. Because a lot of people didn't have Fox. Yeah. There was nothing there. It was, it was the only three major Channel networks. Six. Yeah. And then here you are. You have all of a sudden you have Fox and there are four major networks. Nobody yep. doesn't think anything different. And the NFL was was huge, and John Madden was a big part of that, if not the main part of that. Yeah. And so you go through it, and we all know about the video games, and we know about the broadcasting, but his coaching career, a lot of people who don't remember, and I'll be honest with you, I never saw him coach a game, you know? Oh, I did all those games. For me, my first Raider coach was Flores. Oh, that's funny. So I never saw Madden. My dad used to talk about Madden all the time. Hey, beat my Vikes when yeah. I was a kid. Beat your Vikes for his only Super Bowl win. And he's still the winningest coach in NFL history, percentage-wise. Higher yeah. than Lombardi, higher than Belichick. Retired at 42. Crazy, right? Yeah. And he was he was uh, something else. I love the story he told when he went to a coaching convention where it was Vince Lombardi okay. teaching that sweep to the Oh, left. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said... He teaches this goddamn sweep for like five hours, and they take a lunch on one play. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck? And yeah. then he goes to Lombardi. He's like, what kind of bullshit is this? You're on one play. How many times are we going to get to see him here and to see him here and to see him here? And Lombardi looks at him and asks him a couple questions about the play. Madden blows it. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know shit. He goes, I've been <laughs> complaining for five hours in my head. I still yeah. missed it. And he goes and goes there and he finishes the next, you know, four hours on the same guy dang play again. He goes home and he goes and learned one play. Yeah. But Lombardi always said, if it's run right, you can't stop this play. Wow. And he goes through it and you listen to the stories and you're going, it's kind of crazy. And he was entertaining and he was the NFL yeah. for a lot of people. Um, 85 years old. Sad that yeah. he died. Let, let's be honest, though. 
Oh, shocked he made it to 85. Look at him. He's a big dude. Big dudes don't live that long normally. Two is he's never been in the best of shape. And even though we didn't see him, here's what I'll say. I'm not insulting Matt in here. He's one of those guys like Vince Kelly. We don't see Vin anymore, but we yeah. like knowing Vin's alive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We don't see Madden anymore, but you like knowing he was alive. Yeah, I loved, I just watched. And when he dies and Vin's birthday's in a couple days yeah. and he's in his 90s and Vin has made it clear. You said it on the show. Vin's ready to go. Yeah. You know, Vin's lost two wives and a couple kids and he's just, he's said, I'm, I'm done. Sold all his stuff to Sold all set his up stuff. his family. Yep. And he's ready to go. And when Vin goes and when John Wooden went and yeah, and uh, John Madden, you sit there and you go, fuck, Jerry, really sucks. Jerry. And yeah. you just go, even though you don't see him, you kind of just like knowing they're alive and still on the planet. Yeah, because they make things better. The thing that cracked me up was, so Fox Sports 1, yeah. we played the the All Madden documentary. I had not seen it on oh, Christmas Day, it. Okay. but I was able to record it last night and started watching it late, so I'll finish it today. The goddamn line that cracked me up the most was Belichick at the start. Because Belichick's talking about Madden as a coach. And he goes, you know, you'd see him on the sideline waving his arms up and down. And he always had that stupid sideline pass on his pants. Yeah. And if you look, it's so goddamn funny. Madden always puts the, like, the press pass. Like, and Belichick's like, we, we all know who you are. You're fine. Nobody's going to check your pass. And Belichick's like, he's got that stupid sideline pass That's on. so funny. And you watch the clip, you go, shit, I, in the Super Bowl, I yeah. think he has it on. Yeah, he does. And it, it was really good. So I started watching that. So funny. But it, it's true. Like, there was a great, uh, great tweet today, and it said, it's because of John Madden that thousands of 13-year-old kids have better time management skills than Mike McCarthy. <laughs> and... My sons today, when I called, they're oh, on. Great. They're on winter break, and I called them, and I I called them at lunch. I go, "What are you doing? We're playing Madden." And I go, "Yeah, what's the game? It's Seattle against Detroit." And I go, "Well, it's kind of a random game," and they're like, "Yeah, it's a Super Bowl," and I go, "Well, that's insanely random considering this year how these two teams are doing." And they're both in the NFC. Look what the hell happened here. Oh, yeah, I got it. <laughs> Damn it, Vera. Yeah, I don't know. I guess you can just cherry pick the teams yeah. and put them in. So I said, all right, what's the score? 28-14, third quarter. Who's who? Jack's Detroit. So I go, all right, let me talk to Kate. I go, hey, how's the game going? Because I'm down 28-14. I go, all right, look, don't do what the Chargers used to do and try to get it all back in one play. Play your game, get a touchdown, then go for a turnover. He goes, well, I'm about to punch Jack right in the mouth because every time I make a catch, he's using the L3 and it jars the ball loose. And he hates it when I do it to him, so he keeps bitching about it, and then he's doing it to me on every play. And I'm trying to get him to say, hey, let's just throw it out of the game. He goes, okay, and then he does it again. (laughs) I go, well, cheap shot him. That's good. But, yeah, I'll have those guys watch the documentary because – no, they they know who John Madden is, but they don't know him as a coach. Yeah, they don't know him. I mean, seeing that Miller Light, that first Miller yeah. Light commercial where he breaks through the paper, is so funny. They don't know him from his time with Pat Summerall or Al Michaels. They just they love Madden football. Yeah, and and I tell you what, man, those guys that 
I, I mean, there, somebody said today on the radio, they you can go to these tournaments and play for money. Nobody, none of us are doing that. No. But if you're just playing and you're trying to learn cover two or you're trying to learn zone man-to-man defense and short yardage, I mean, it really gives you a fun appreciation for different players in the game, yeah. different schemes, and, and the guys from EA Sports do a fantastic job with that game. They had, um, Colin Coward had a guy who's uh, the CEO of Fox Sports, and he started off as just the guy that went to grab coffee for Madden, you know, yeah. back in the day. He'd say he was, just yeah. a, he was a grunt, and now he's, he's way up. And he said um, there was a new rule that came in, and they were talking about, do we have the cameras? Madden was all about football. Yeah. Do we have the cameras for this new rule? Because when it gets reviewed, we're going to need the, the right angles for this. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, we had it broken down computer graphics so John could explain it, the whole deal. And he goes, right away, John lost his shit. He goes, he yelled at him. He goes, you fucked this up. He goes, the hash marks in this computer graphic are for college, not the NFL. Go back and do it again. And he's like, all of us in the room were like, how the fuck do we blow this? And how did John right. catch it so fast? Yeah. And he goes, we all felt like, you know, idiots. Yeah. But he goes, John was football all the time. And yeah. he wanted to be able to be able to explain it to the audience of what he saw. Yeah. And he goes to fuck up something like like none of even you and I are huge no. football fans. We wouldn't have caught it. No, but he, he caught it right away. I had uh, I had Schaefer on with Ornberger when I left work, and John said something. He said, "You know, when John Madden died, I, I started going through YouTube clips. Yeah, talking about the fact that uh, Madden had been defensive coordinator for Coriel and Joe Gibbs, offensive coordinator, when they went eleven and zero that year. And he said, "Oh, I found the eulogy that John Madden gave for Coriel. and I go, "Oh shit, we were there. Yeah, we were at that service. Were you there?" I believe we were. Serena? Yeah. No, I was there for sure. Were yeah. you there too? Yeah, for for that. And then, we, uh, yeah, I've been there for a few different ones. And then we were at the the post so, thing where yeah. he was. And uh, Dan Fout spoke, Madden spoke, Joe Gibbs spoke. And uh, it was just unbelievable, right? Unbelievable how great that was and how, and how great Madden was. And he was still broadcasting at that time yeah. and came down and just, I mean, it's pretty funny when you think about they were arch rivals after being um, you know, assistants working together. Yeah. But, man, did he have love for Coriel. It was pretty cool. That's uh, It was something else. They were talking about the coaching tree, you know, that Madden had, and they are talking about Coriel's coaching tree. Bill Walsh, Gibbs. Then they were talking about the broadcasting tree of all these guys that were oh. na- the guy that runs, like, everything on Fox Baseball, Fox yeah. NASCAR, CEO Fox, all these people that all were grunts under Madden. Wow, and he would show him stuff that he looked for. Colin Coward said something interesting I never thought about in broadcasting was he was saying on radio the play-by-play guy's the star, mm-hmm. and on TV the color analyst is the star. Yeah, and he goes and and Madden he goes there's nobody better, and it, I guess the NFL plans on doing something from here on out that's going to be a giant that will last forever for Madden. You won't just see something as far as tributes. Every network's going to do a tribute this week for Madden. Yeah, but. um that they're going to stretch it out. The most interesting thing I heard all day was uh, if it wasn't for Steve Hartman, John Madden would have never gotten to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So true. Did you hear that shit? What? <laughs> he did not say that. Yeah. Steve did? Steve was the reason. And why is that? Because he said he went with his stats. You know, Steve loves his stats. Yeah. And he started calculating Madden's record against Coriel, Madden's record against Shula, Madden's record against Landry. Yep. And he submitted it to 
John's son, and John submitted to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and he got in through the Veterans Committee, and he's in. And he goes, it wasn't for me and my stats. He would never have made it in the Hall of Fame. Mm. And then John came on there with him and Chris Myers, and he stopped the show, and he goes, Steve, thanks for everything you did in helping me get in the Hall of Fame. Did he actually say that? That's what Steve said he said. I didn't hear that shit. That's my Hartman's Hartman. I <laughs> After everything that was said, every fucking tribute. Yeah. When you watch the Madden thing that you saw yeah. the other day when he's sitting there watching himself. Was Steve himself, a big part of that? Steve isn't in it. What? I'm really disappointed that John didn't give Steve credit or didn't have him induct him into the Hall of Fame. I heard Steve say today. <laughs> I'm, I'm outside cleaning up the backyard. I'm listening to this shit in my headphones. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I was like, this is so Steve. Why would I be it surprised? Is. Why are you shocked? It's so ridiculous. He spent 12 minutes telling everybody he's the reason John's in the Hall of Fame. <coughs> Nobody else would have ever seen that. Only Steve. Steve, Steve is dying to be the glasses of San Diego. He's he not getting it. God, I fucking love that guy. Oh, my God. Dude, he is such a fucking maniac. What is this? Dude, like anybody else, if anybody else said that, we would just be today, right? Just losing. Oh, we'd punch you right in the throat. If, if anybody we do say that, we just punch you. Shut up. Oh, that idiot. God, he gets better every day. Oh, my God. I heard him say today, <laughs> I was driving. And I had him on this morning because I thought he had Amy Trask coming on, but yeah. he, she wasn't coming on until 8.30. And so he was, uh, I, don't, I don't know who he does the show with, but he was saying, hey, it's going to rain or something's going on. He goes, so the rain's not till tomorrow? And the other guy's like, yeah, apparently the big rain's coming Fletcher, tomorrow. Ben Fletcher. Oh, okay, gotcha. Oh, Costa's guy. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, that's right. Okay, sorry. I knew that. Sorry. And uh, so Fletch says, uh, yeah, the rain's going to be tomorrow. And Steve goes, well, that's good. That means it can be laundry day today because I'm down to my last shirt. And I go, this fucking guy works a thousand. Dave, how long would it take right now for you to be down to your last shirt? Dude, 2027. I was just going to say, between T-shirts. Yeah. Oh, my God. Right? You got yeah. 25,000 T-shirts. Yeah. You got button-up shirts. Yeah. You got hoodies. You got any combination. Yeah. This fucking guy today is gauging the weather channel <laughs> to figure out if he can go down to, right? Yeah. He is, like, the most unusual guy ever. You think? The fact that he says he can move out in one trip. He's been in San Diego since 2014. Yeah. But it would take him one trip to his car to move out. Okay, but I'll say this, and, and I'll say this nonstop. We always joke about the San Diego Radio Hall of Fame. Yeah. Steve's an absolute oh, first ballot. Yeah, he sure is. First ballot. Yeah. Now, Steve, I'll say nothing. Dude, he brings it every day. He doesn't half-ass it like some of these guys in town. No. He doesn't have asset. And I tell you tell you what, Woods made a huge mistake taking this week off. I've, I've been listening to Hartman. I might not go back. Oh, you're not going to miss the fucking music trivia? A fucking shit show? Yeah. Yeah. It'd, it'd be tragic. And so, 
The report that they tragic. may finally give that shitty bit up. Is that right? There's a report saying yeah. I give it up. The last guy that they had on was so bad. It sounded like they woke the guy out of a yeah, coma. Yeah, he had a cleft palate. Yeah, he? He, he? Yeah, he? What? Are you sure he had a cleft palate? Did you say culture club? You got it. Go, you go. Yeah, you're like, what? Yeah, they're just playing the most basic songs. This song by Charlie Daniels Band told the story of what fictional character going south. Um, um, take on me? No. This Rick Astley song is often used to trick people on YouTube. Uh... Kickstart my heart? No. Looks like you're 0 for 5, fuckface. Oh. And Ben was like, "Is it? should we just take a new contestant? Paul's like, there are no other contestants. Yeah, because this fucking bit is dead. Holy shit. God damn. Who's that guy in L.A. when Natalie Wood died? Dr. Noguchi? Remember that fucking asshole, Dave? Bring Noguchi in. <laughs> Put that bit on a fucking, in a body bag and just drive it down. Don't even play taps. All right, we're going to bring Steve in. Oh, hi, Steve. Yeah, fuck. Uh, Hartman, going back to Hartman. Yes. With a, Okay, think about all the people that you've met in the history of radio, okay? Yeah. Now, radio is so much different today because everybody is just so cookie cutter. Yes, they are. Unfortunately. I mean, if you think back to when we got going, some of the just absolute fucking maniacs in this business. We talked about Rod Page wearing a bathrobe. Yeah, wearing a pink bathrobe. Right? Yeah. Shotgun. Yeah. Bill Balance. Hutto. I mean, there were some fucking maniacs. Brian Golden wearing a fucking football helmet, the yeah. press box. Yeah. And we just, well, it was just normal. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. This business is really fucked up. Saw's a fucking interesting character study. Uh, Steve is right there. Yeah. Of one of the, like, where you go, like, if you go old school is Mason, Ireland, but those guys are just cool. Steve and John are cool. No, Steve and John are great. Probably as normal as anybody you're going to find. Especially that have been in the business for 30 years. Yep. That's funny. I was talking about Steve Mason just yesterday. You're right. But Hartman, like I said, first ballot San Diego, I'd say first ballot LA Radio Hall of Fame too. I agree. And he is down to one fucking shirt. He's down to one shirt. And he can move out in one trip. All right, let me ask you. Drove a question. smart car that was painted like the flag. Yeah, he did. He looked like Joe Connor. <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right, so you saw the, the sad story about the guy from Chicago that covered the Bears that died yesterday. Uh, Four, Jeff Dickinson. Yeah, 44 Awful. years old. His wife died two years yeah. earlier from cancer. They 11 left year old 11 son. son. Really sad story. And it was everywhere. The story was everywhere. You know, it, unfortunately, yeah. it was it was obviously a big news day with with Madden, but sure, ESPN did a very good job telling his story. I like that. Uh, and so it, it, it was great. Um, 
if Hartman passed, would Hartman get anything like that? Locally? Locally. Would he get anything in L.A.? Would he get anything in San Diego? Uh, well, he's on Channel 5. In L.A.? In L.A. He's on, you know, he does Fox Sports Radio. Now, the show that would take care of him is this show. Yeah, this show would be This it. show would take care of him to make sure that he's yeah. remembered. Um, by the way, ESPN today, they did a GoFundMe for for the 11-year-old son. That's great. And ESPN kicked in twenty five grand today, and it's up to six hundred thousand dollars in twenty four hours for that Good. young man who lost both his parents. Just crushing story. Insane. Yeah, I mean, just so so sad. Um, yeah, man. Look, I I hope we don't lose anybody, but I just I think it's why you and I were able to kind of hang around is we didn't figure the game started when we got in. We had a huge appreciation for the people that have been there before, and I have a huge appreciation for the people doing it now. There are a lot of people. My buddy Clint August still sounds great. KGB, Ricky Morton is fucking great. Jagger and Christie are, you know, icons for yes. me. Um, I got, you know, our girl Laura Kane. When I hear her on, I, I sound right. You get excited for her. Um you know, our buddies, but I'm just talking about different. You know what my biggest issue with, with the radio, honestly, with these people now? What's that? The people that will do it to the point for nothing. And what I mean for nothing, mean the going rate to make a living. Yeah. And it used to be radio. Yeah, they might have overpaid you for a little bit, but the answer was, well, who else can do those jobs? Yeah. Those people got paid decent amount of, a decent amount of money because they could do jobs that other people couldn't do. Then you've got the people that were undercutting guys all the time that were working for 35000 a year. Yeah, and, that, and drug it to where it is now. And, drug, and you still have those guys that have fucked it up for everybody. Yeah. And it's like, well, dude, your talent is your talent because you have guys that you aren't paying for quality. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this, Dave. In the five years that we've been out and I've been working yeah, 40-hour job, 40-hour week job with 401k and insurance and like to think I can go back tomorrow and go back next Tuesday. Um, I've had a lot of calls from people in the industry that are incredibly scared. Yeah. Because it's the only thing they know. Exactly. And it's so, I mean, look, I was married. My wife made a good income. And luckily we had a good relationship where she believed in me that I said, I got to take a huge step backwards, but I think I can build something up where I'm going and plus just for my own state of mind, I got to get the fuck out of this industry. It's killing me. It's absolutely fucking killing me. But if she didn't have the income that she did, there's no way I could have lived on the money I made when I went to where I am now. I could today. Um, but that took a long time and a lot of grinding. And so, yeah, when it's the only thing, you know, and you're used to making a certain amount of money, not a whole lot of jobs for that particular no. skill set. And now the money's not even close to to what it was. Yeah, the job is still fun, but when you again, when you have guys that are willing to do it for thirty five thousand, well, and then you're so what happened is it's a trickle down effect. Yeah. So you have the people that go, okay, yeah, I'll do it for fifty, right? Like fifty, and and then all of a sudden. The people that used to make seventy five to a hundred were like, Oh, I can yeah, I I can do it for fifty, but they're in at fifty. Shit, I could do it for forty five, just make me a good deal on the ad libs. 
And now the guys that cut our legs off, taking it for 50, are getting their legs cut off yeah. by the guys going in for 45. The, the problem is, this is the problem with local radio. This is the problem, and it's especially true on the FM. Once you let corporate radio come in, corporate radio came in and started letting guys voice track in different cities. And you have lost the personalities, which were your connection to the radio station, and it was your connection to your home city. They had a connection to the city, and you had a connection to them. And it's so funny, there's a great company called California Air Checks. I don't even know if they're still in business. But for years, if you were a jock in San Diego and you wanted to try to get bumped up to Chicago or LA or San Francisco, Philadelphia, whatever the case may be, California Air Checks was kind of your best friend because they would come in for a fee and record your show. And then all of a sudden you had it and you could send these air checks out to different program directors. Well, what they started doing was putting these videos up on YouTube. So you can go back and watch, and you can see from Q106, right? JoJo Kincaid. Dude, this fucking guy is such a maniac, Dave. And he's going crazy. And, and Anita Rush. Chuck Boom Boom Cannon, right? Murphy and McKeever, <laughs> the guys that I worked with at KCLX that I loved, Rumble and Thrower were great. Cole Lewis, John Leslie was an icon, right? All the people that you have at KGB. Rickards and Chainsaw are still there, but they're the last of a dying breed. When you turn on, if you turn on to Kixie, that fucking morning show, because sometimes when Steve's in a break, you go one to the left. That morning show used to be Susan DeVincent. Hottest chick in San Diego radio. Sonny West, right? Sam Bass, iconic G Knight, Greener. They had so many iconic voices. That fucking morning show. I have no idea what it, what it is. Some husband and wife team and the show shit. And you go, why the fuck would anybody listen to this? And they have just gotten away from what drove radio. That's why numbers were so big. When I was at KSDO, and we were at 10 share. Dave, that signal was smaller than what we had at 1360. But you had personalities. It started off with the KSTL Morning News, which was Ernie Myers, George Riley, Bill Holland. and yeah, uh, most people don't even know any of those names. All I know. those names and you just Bink. said, nobody knows them. But they, uh, at that time, for this market, yeah. those guys every day, news was killing it. And it went from those guys into Rush Limbaugh, into Hedgecock, into Bill came in and did an hour-long business show. I would Today, can you imagine that? Fucking killed. And then Bill got off at four, and from four to six, they did uh, afternoon news for your drive home with traffic on the 10s. And then, uh, I'm trying to think, six, uh, six o'clock, maybe something else. And then at nine o'clock, we went to Art Bell. And fucking every one of those shows killed it limbaugh killed it hedgecock killed it fucking overnight numbers were insane we're like a 27 yeah. share because of art but they well, just, also, there's so many more options now i mean you got satellite radio you have spotify you got but, so many things to do but if you had let's go back to what 690 had dave and if you think about 690 when they started and give me i don't know what was when they had Maybe whatever their best, let's say Mesa in Ireland. If you had Mesa in Ireland 
and then Rome, right? Yeah. And then Stephen Billy, and then Saw, right? Or even when Rome was the night show, I'm trying to think of what middays were. When Jim was the night show from seven to midnight, Saw ran four to seven. I think uh, it was Hartman and, and Chet. Were the midday show. Yeah, they're midday. Remember, it started at 12. It started at 1 or whatever the fuck. Didn't they have an hour of... Yeah, I think it started at 12. Yeah, they went noon to yeah. 3. Saw went 3 to 7. Rome went 7 to midnight. Yeah. And then I can't... I don't remember what led into... They have some kind of national yeah, show? Yeah, national stuff. Maybe ESPN Radio they or something? Have, they used to have Larry King on after Saw. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. They used to have Larry King on. But if you had that... Today, yeah, just that one station where you had those kind of personalities, it doesn't matter how many options. Yeah, and all you those have. guys made great money. They should. Yeah, they did. Everybody made great money. They should. They were they were great. Yeah, that's why I fucking saw as a place in the Adirondacks. <laughs> I bring that fucking shithead in here, but I Lee couldn't turn it off. He never turns it off. Lee never turns it off. I don't know that Steve could turn it off. I'd love to have Steve in here, but I don't know that Steve could turn it off and just tell the stories of being there. Like that. Steve would never have time to come in here. Steve is busy all the time. There's not one day Steve ever takes off. Oh, he could be in here during the week at night. He's not he's not doing anything. He's doing laundry. He's doing laundry in his He got a washing machine right there. We'll do Steve's laundry. We'll do Steve's laundry in a date night that he always talks about. Date night. Oh, fuck. I don't don't want to hear that. Yeah, I don't want to hear that. Hey, want to mention Alan Taylor. It's been a great year for Alan Taylor. And again, it's been a great year because, look, you guys have taken advantage of the available financing and the great job that Alan Taylor does with TaylorMade Pools. You want that pool in 2022? You got to get on his schedule. Alan Taylor is standing by 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. 4452. Get that dream pool in 2022. Can you imagine, Dave? I know the weather you talked about has not been ideal the last couple of days, but goddamn, I checked out Dagmar tonight. Yeah. Son of a gun. There are a couple of things that you can count on. You can count on the sun rising in the east, and you can count on Dagmar being an A plus every night. In the west. I said the sun rising in the east. Yeah, I gotcha. And then you got her being dynamite in the west. Woof. Hubba hubba. It's the great Dick Enberg used to say. <laughs> Is that right? What's that? <laughs> uh, so I watched Dagmar tonight, and she was saying, yeah, tomorrow's going to be another rainy day. But then guess what? The sun's coming. Yeah. And we mentioned, uh, if you didn't hear, it's going to be 2022 in just a couple of days. And as soon as the old calendar flips to January, guess what happens? The days start getting a little longer. Eventually, they're going to start getting a little bit warmer, and nothing's better than a sunny, warm day than a tailor-made pool. Yes. What are you waiting on? Y'all got that Christmas money from your parents who loved you. Oh, you didn't get it? Well, maybe that's on you and not on my papa. But for those of you that did get the dough, go to the sponsor page, DaveAndJeffShow.com, and take a goddamn look at some of those tailor-made pools. My goodness. Geekster is very happy that you offer the Geekster pool. I love Geeksters, my girl. Yeah, Did sim- she like sim- it with the glasses? Sent me a note, and she said at the same time she wants royalties. Well, she's not getting any royalties. <laughs> and I'm sorry that that happened because she's a very sweet person. She has no ego at all. I think you embellished that because she did. I swear to God. She wants royalties. That's what she wrote me. Well, I'll tell you what, the Geekster special's off. 
kids off. Because I saw today, flipping around social media, one of our all-time favorites, and she's crying, Valerie Bertinelli. She was crying. People have been mean to Valerie Bertinelli. Now, I, she strikes me as a very nice person. I agree. So we're today, and you know what, Amy? You zip it. I'm not in the mood to hear it out of you. The first nine people, three, nine, nine people, cash only, call the Valerie Bertinelli special. She's not worried about royalties. She's just trying to find her smile. God damn it, Geekster. <laughs> Geekster, you know I love you, but that greed will take yes. good people and shake you around a little bit. You find yourself. Big shot. <coughs> Valerie Bertinelli special, nine people cash only, not needing royalties, and happy new year to the lovely Geekster. Oh, my God. I'm looking at the weather right now for the next few days. And no joke. My mother was here about three years ago. We yeah. set a record for the state of California, like 56 inches of rain. Yeah. It rained every damn day she was here. Huh? Bring she, her in. She's leaving Saturday, okay? She's like William H. Macy in that movie, The Cooler. Dude, she is. I told her, when you get the fuck out of here, I'm going to look for Maria my sunglasses Bella. and my goddamn uh, sunscreen. Yeah. She yeah. leaves Saturday. Dude, there's not one day it's going to rain all next week. Yeah, because she's out. Yeah, she is. I'm telling It's the craziest damn thing. Lisa Temperatures was... in Nashville are going to go from 72 to 18 when she gets back. She's absolutely the cooler. It's amazing. I've never seen anything like it. Well, that explains a lot about you, too. You're staying. That's true. Uh, uh, uh. All right, Dan Williams. Dan Williams did send me a Christmas gift. I What'd got you it. Get? I got. You know what? He sent me a great gift. Did he ever was, show up? I still got his gift here for him. No, he just sent me a text. Actually, I was just checking my phone as you were talking right now. He just sent me a text. Not feeling real well, but we'll we'll see him soon. Okay. He um he sent me a great gift. It was uh it was a picture of Josh and me that he got. Oh yeah. Okay, you know it. You know yeah. what he's getting me. Okay, yeah, it was awesome. Came in the mail, framed the whole deal, and uh, lo- love it. Absolutely love it. So is it um, the one we had talked about? Was is it that picture? No, it's not. It's one where um, they honored. J- you were there. They honored Jake at East Lake Little League. Oh yeah, nice. And um, I threw out the first pitch to Josh, and Josh came and gave me a hug, and it was just a picture of Josh and I hugging oh, right I in the love middle that. of the diamond. So it was uh, very, very nice. It's in my kitchen right now. It's great. but uh, Not as cool as the Ronnie Wood set list, which is framed in, <laughs> but hey, uh, when you're voted podcast host of the month 11 straight times. That's what I've heard. That's <laughs> what I've heard. Dan, Dan Williams is a guy. He wants to help you out. Dan is very easy to call and talk to. He can help you out with your finances. Again, as we talked about just the other day, it's the end of the year, and you're looking at your books, and you're going, I'm going to close everything down. I'm going to pay yep. my taxes. I'm going to move forward, and you're going to see where you stand. And, look, you can always stand in a better position. Dan Williams will help you out. Financially, it is time to stop playing the game that you think you have figured out. Let Dan talk to you. Get your, your finances in order. If you're in debt, it's time to get out of debt. Grow the fuck up already, Okay. You shouldn't be in debt. You shouldn't be paying crazy interest on your credit cards. You should be owning property. Dan wants to help you get your life in order. As we say around here, get your shit together. That's what Dan will do. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. Well, what you do is borrow smart, repay smart. And I saw a couple of different images on social media today of people getting that credit card bill because we are less than a week away from Christmas. But all of a sudden whether it's Capital One or any of your uh, your Visa distributors, they're all looking for their money. And I tell you what, you borrow smart and you repay smart. And yeah, that bill was a little rough when we looked at it. But I'll tell you what, today it's down to a zero balance and you still have the cushion in the bank and you're able to do fun things. 
because you followed the rules that Dan has put in place. And Dave, you're exactly right. It's one thing to pay off your bills, make a couple of car payments ahead. Boy, I'm three months ahead right now. Nothing, nothing better than that. And, and knowing that, uh, First of the month, tomorrow's payday. You go, yeah, I'm debt-free on the credit card. Shit, let me make another car payment and have everything paid out through April to start. Uh, It's a great place to be. Dan can help you. And then you take that extra money and maybe you put it towards the new car or you put it even better yet towards that new house. 858-688-6813. Speaking of that new house, Brian Curry's the person you want to talk to. How great would it be to buy a new home in 2022? Oh, boy. If you were looking to sell your home, we'll get you the most for it. But, man, to buy that perfect home, if that's your goal right there in 2022, Brian Curry wants to help you out. Again, you know San Diego neighborhoods better than anyone else. What are you waiting for? San Diego County, Brian Curry's the expert. Find the right school district for you. Maybe find the house of your dreams. He's the guy. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. Yeah, it may be time. Uh, I've talked about it for a while, but I think right now, have got a few things worked out, and it could be in 2022 Good. where I jump back into the housing market. And if I do, one of the easy parts of that decision, Dave, is knowing that Brian Curry's on my side. He can be on your side as well. doesn't matter where you go, man. I've had friends, a uh, great friend of ours, lived out in San Marcos and was looking uh, to move, got a huge number for their house yeah. and was able to move out. And another friend living out of state wasn't sure they wanted to sell and got a cash offer so far ahead and the cash offer above their asking price and said, hey, we'll go higher. We want a seven-day close. That's it. Wow. So, so many different things that are going on, but you need somebody on your side that can help you navigate the choppy waters because, yeah, if you're looking to sell There are going to be offers coming in. So how do you make sure you get the right offer that's right for you, right for your family? And if you're looking to buy, how do you navigate through this market to make sure you make the right offer that's going to be right for you, right for your family? You do it by making the first decision. And first decision, did I just have a stroke there? I sound like that guy on uh, Woodshot. Win the money. Yeah, did I win? Can you say pass? Yeah, did I win that chance to be one of 10,000 people to qualify? (laughs) For the trip to see, who do I get to see? Carrot Top? Fucking great. So exciting. Who do I get to see? Pure Prairie League? Not <laughs> fun. Uh, but yeah, call Brian Curry. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. All right, Kyle Flugers, who you want to talk to when it comes to your website? Not so much about being a great commissioner nope. in fantasy football as everybody hates his guts. But as far as your <laughs> your computer goes and your website and drawing business, there's no one better to talk to. Kyle Fluger, 619 500 6621-619-500-6621. I freaking love Flugs because he's the best guy in the world. Takes he's such been, a beating. Oh, my God. They are just killing him. But he doesn't care. He's traveling. Where is he now? What do you think he is? French Alps? Yellowstone. Yeah, Yellowstone. Jean-Claude Keeley, Spider Savage. Bombing the slopes. Yeah, he's living a good life. Yes. But, I mean, we're seeing it. Uh, We talked about it at the start of the show, man. Things are shutting down everywhere, but except one place, and that's on e-commerce. And is your site ready to go? Because you are going to continue to get more and more visitors. So to perform at the level you need to hit the money you need and hit the, the, uh, the benchmarks that you have in place, 
You need to make sure your website's delivering. The guy who can help you do that is Kyle Fluger. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? Uh, December 28th. I don't even know why I picked this date. Maybe because I can't read a calendar. But December right. 28th, we're going to start off with one that has passed away. It's Mary Tyler Moore. My God, what a treasure. She was. There's so many that try to be like her, too. Just stop it. Yeah. Okay, she's the one. Uh, I think she would have been 83. 85. 85. I'll say uh, 60 million. Exactly right on that one. God, she's perfect. She was great. Yeah. She was fantastic. All right, here's one of your favorites. John Voigt. John Voigt. Runaway Train. Him and Eric Roberts. Underrated movie. And he's great in Ray Donovan. And he's a little bit of a weirdo. He was great in The Champ. No, he wasn't. He was great. Wake up, champ. Wake up. There's not a he- there's not a heavy Jake and Logan Paul would beat the shit out of the champ. <laughs> they would have. And they would have beat that crying kid up too. Ah. Uh, Ricky Schroeder? Yeah, hit him uppercut right in the stomach. Oh knocked the wind out of that little jerk. Uh John Voigt. Uh I think John Voigt's eighty. Eighty three. Eighty three. I think this number is gonna make us sad. For all the friend uh, Mickey Donovan, his character, I'm gonna say John's worth ten million. A lot more than that. You want to try again? Fifty? Fifty-five. No shit. Yeah, fifty-five million. Right, that's million. okay. I can live with that. There you go. Not too bad. Here we go. San Diego's own Ted Danson. Fucking Ted Danson. I did not like this season of Curry. Didn't like it. Do you like the last episode? It was outstanding. Well, there was a lot of shit that was really funny on yeah. the last episode, dude. A lot of cringe stuff. Dude, the fucking shoes. The shoes. The retired military guy was so goddamn funny. I'm glad he gave him a job. He was great. Yeah. Um, but over, I can't stand Tracy Allman. Yeah, she just that. Yeah, they ruined Leon. Leon's awesome. Uh, but Ted Danson was pretty goddamn funny. Uh, all right, Ted Danson. I'm gonna say is. Uh, Shit, I'm going to say he's 67. 74. No shit. Yeah. Uh, 75 million. $80 million. Not too bad. And he gets Mary Steenburgen. Yeah, I know. She's great. Very great. All right. Last one is Jude Law. Do you have any idea? Uh, 50. 49. Really close. 70 million. Close again. $75 million. All right. All right how, how far in a car could you drive with Jude Law? Not far. Nah, About from it. here to El Cajon. Yeah, I was just going to say. That'd <laughs> be about Spring it. Valley. <laughs> and he'd be out. No, I cannot drive far. I'm trying to how make... far how far could you let's go through the list. Okay. How far could you drive with Ted Danson? I could drive to Chicago with Ted Danson, I think. I think I could drive to Maine with okay. Ted Danson. He is great. Um who uh John Voigt. John Voigt may be Alpine. Uh, I think I could make it to Vegas. Dude, I don't know. Politically, John Voigt and I are way off. <laughs> No way. I'm not dry. John Voigt went crazy on me now, what if during we this set, whole pandemic. Yeah, what if we set the parameters, though? John, let's just keep politics out yeah, of it. we just, only talk your career? Yeah, chicks you banged. Okay, I can make it to Phoenix if he just talks his career. That'd be good. I'm Mary Tyler Moore. To Maine. Yeah, I, right? I, I could drive cross-country with Mary Tyler God Moore. Goddamn right. i tell you what. And hopefully there's a little something in it for me. That's what I'm just going to say. <laughs> That's what I'm just going to say. Mary and I are going to find as many... Little rundown motels yeah. to shack up. <laughs> that's, it, that's it. It's that. What's she married to? Like the president of CBS? Grant, uh, you know, Grant he, something that was Grant Tinker. Yeah, she's married to Grant Tinker. At you the know, end. he brought nothing. Nah, 
Probably slept in a nightshirt, yeah. like a big old gray-haired, four-eyed bitch. Mary's making that phone call from that shitty motel. We tried to get two rooms. Yeah. This is all they had. Grant's like, can we have separate beds? <laughs> eh? Yeah. Tell you what. I show Mary the other side of midnight, baby. <laughs> Are you still awake? All right, just the tip. What the fuck? <laughs> America's sweetheart, you fucking perv. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Clean it up. Goddamn. Okay. Damn Geekster's going to hear this show. That's fine. Cheers, all of them. Uh, it's true. embarrassing. We're train wreck. You're more concerned okay. about Geekster and Katie Temple judging you. Oh, Katie Temple has nothing to say because I'm going to go out to the phone booth and be like, hey, what's up, Katie? Why, Why are you all winded? Because goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> MTM's an alley cat. It scratches everywhere. I gotta go. Don't call me again. Shut up. Oh, fuck. Call you in 20 minutes. You answer the phone. <laughs> your big hoop earrings. I don't need any shit out of her. Man. Why don't you pay your debts, Temple? Isn't she overdue for dinner for us at Nunu's? Cheapskate? Yeah, no shit. She was with us from 2020. The fuck? Embarrassing. Oh, my gosh. Linda Cohen wouldn't do that. Oh, shit. All right, here we go. Five random questions for you. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. What are your plans for New Year's Eve? Do you have any plans with this COVID going around? Uh, I was going to go to... So, my plan was to drive to L.A. on Friday, uh, get a hotel for Friday and Saturday with my sons because we've got Kings and Flyers on Saturday night. So, what time are you going to leave? Because a lot of people well, are concerned about <clears throat> driving on New Year's Eve. I'm not, Dave, I'm not doing anything. Okay, we're we're going to hang here and stay in San Diego and just hang out. We're going to drive good. up about noon on New Year's Day, just listen to college football, and then uh, go to the Kings game, and then we're turning around coming back. Okay, well, the game, okay, the games, you know, the big ones are going to be um, New Year's Eve. The big ones. Oh, but, good. Okay. Oh, good. Then, yeah, yeah. I'll be, I'll be, um, fuck, I hadn't even seen the schedule. That's good. Then we'll be home. We'll go get some pizza, hang out. We'll play some, uh, Madden and NHL and goof around and I'll just I'll hang out with those guys, which is uh, no chance Cade makes it to midnight. Jack would make it to about five in the morning. Really? No. He's a night owl, huh? Night owl like me. Wow. Cade's a quitter like his mom. <laughs> Do you believe in New Year's resolutions? No, none of them except yeah, for nobody follows through, right? No, except for the idea of driving cross country with somebody <laughs> the closest thing I can find to Mary Tyler Moore. <laughs> And uh, and shacking up, showing up the other side <laughs> of midnight. I believe in that. Now this idea that all oh, this stupid shit. Oh my gosh! Yeah, nobody follows through on these resolutions. They don't last usually a couple weeks because they're all a bunch of old drunks. They are. What trip or vacation are you looking forward to most in 2022? Can't wait. Starts January uh, 26th. Going to Denver. Okay. To see uh, my longtime friend Julie Brownman. Great. Uh, we'll be in Winter Park, Colorado for five days. Uh, she bought a condo there, and it, I've never been. Yeah. I'm so excited for her um, because she is family, even though I tried to get her fired Yeah, from the old 690. Yeah, we've heard. Um, but, yeah, I'm going out the 26th. Good. And uh, How long is it stand? Be there from the 26th until the following Monday. So nice. I, I don't remember what. It's Wednesday to Monday. So, um Wednesday night, I'm staying in downtown Denver because she's got to work. And then uh, we're going up uh, Thursday night. We're going up to Winter Park and just, 
Yeah, it's so cool. The snow is going to be out, and I don't know. I, I don't know that I can ski on this knee, but we'll fuck around. And Does she ski? Oh, yeah. Okay, I knew she rides bikes. I didn't know she Yeah, no, and she's, you know, Dave, man, you just, you find people in your life that, that really, really matter. And, and obviously, Katie's one of those, and Julie's one of those, too. So, yeah, I'm super excited. She bought a new place, so we're going to go hang out and have some fun. Nice. Good deal. How what about did, you? What did, oh, the, the, and Chicago I, in April. Just see my uh, happy birthday to Steven today, by the way. His birthday today. My, oh, fantastic. Yeah, so getting to Chicago and seeing him and just me and him hanging out father-son trip will be a lot of fun. Oh, that's cool. No, for uh, for me, the, the trip is we Josh and I did it last night. We figured everything out. We're going to see the Cubs. We're going to see two games. We're going to okay. see a night game against the Reds. We're going to come back and see... A day game and the bleachers. We're going to try and get for the second game a day game. Beautiful. Uh, they're both against the against the Reds. Then Fun. We're, then we're gonna the next day we're gonna fly out to New York. We're oh gonna, shit! All at one time. Oh yeah. Oh fuck! I I thought that was two separate. No, trips. doing doing. Oh, we're not gonna one week. <clears throat> we're doing walking out one week. So we do. Uh, we're going flying into Chicago on Wednesday. He's flying in from Tennessee. I'll be flying in from San Diego. Okay. Um, direct flight United. Perfect. Straight through. Then we go uh, Friday, JetBlue to New York City. Yeah. And we're going to catch the Rays-Yankees at a night game. Okay. Saturday, we're, we'll not do a game. Um, just going to enjoy the city, see as Love much that. stuff as we can see. Sunday, 9-11 in New York. Oh, and, and shit. We're, we're going to go We're going to go Yankee-Rays day game. It's also opening week in the NFL. We aren't going to do whatever Jets or Giants. Figure we don't want to waste all that time in traffic. Nope. Um, but then we're going to go to Ground Zero. Okay. And then um, Monday we'll hit uh, Mets, Cubs again. So I'll see the Cubs three fucking times. It's Why like not? a dream trip for Kyle. And then, um, and then Tuesday back. So from Wednesday to Tuesday we'll be in Chicago, New York. So perfect. I'm really looking forward to that. But, yeah, we went through all the all the airplanes, oh, everything, perfect. all set to go. Perfect. All, all ready to go. Uh, excited for it. I um, love that. Never done anything like it. So uh, pretty cool. All right, here we go. So uh, next question. College football games coming up New Year's Eve. First game is going to be Alabama against uh, number one Alabama, number four Cincinnati. Who do you have? Uh, Cincinnati by 20. You son of a bitch. Okay. No way I have Cincinnati. All I do, I, I, I've become such a fan of Saban. Yeah. Since I always kind, I always liked him. Isn't it funny how as he's, he's 70 now that he's yeah. kind of, I don't say he's getting softer, but he's different with the players and with the cameras on. Yeah. And then at the same time, he's different with the media all of a sudden. Like Belichick pulled something different this week, too. With the or, New Year's resolution, lady? Did you see he that? Was, shit? He wasn't bad to her, but he also apologized to the media about his behavior. And like all of a sudden, it's it's like, hey, I'm towards the end of the road. Funny thing. I'm not going to go out being a cocksucker all the way through. Funny thing with Belichick, though, is you see so many NFL films where there was a special on, uh, special on, Belichick or him and Bill Parcells, things they did on Jimmy Johnson, yeah, different things like that, the Madden thing, where you see his personality for what it really is. You go, that is fucking great. He's just great. I don't know. I'm a Belichick fan. So, uh, yeah, I like him. But <laughs> Josh was saying to me. But Saban, I'm sorry, Dave. Yeah. Did, well, I forgot what we were going to say. I, I become a fan of Saban for what he did after, what his family did after Jake's passing yeah. and just... Like, I love that picture of Josh with Saban on graduation day, yeah. which is great. So I, I think more knowing the impact that he made on Josh has really made me a, a bigger fan of his. Oh, yeah. The, uh, yeah, he's, he's been fantastic. I don't know that Gus Malzahn would have done the same. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't think so. The letter of recommendation he wrote for Josh 
to help him find a job was insane. Oh, I haven't even seen that. Which was which was really crazy. Um, but Josh used to say he, he's able to meet with the team at the week of practice would be over. Yeah, this is before the season would start, and he'd always say the same thing on Fridays. Guys, end of the week, we had a good week. Remember, nothing good happens after twelve, and there'd yeah. be guys in the back. This fucking guy. All the good shit happens after twelve. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but Saban would always say, basically, stay out of trouble. Yeah, that We're coaches here to play show this year too, where he laid into the fans yeah. for expecting too much, was just one of the coolest things ever. Yeah. And he has he has the clout to say it. Yep. Yeah, no, I like it. All right, last one for you is the last game. I think this one's the the most interesting game. Number two, Michigan against number uh, number four, Georgia. Number three, Georgia, sorry. Really, really good game. Uh, this is weird. I There's a part of me that would want to see Michigan win that game because Harbaugh is a little bit of low-hanging fruit. Yep. Fuck, Dave, Georgia's so good. We saw we saw what happened with Alabama. I, I think Georgia wins that one. I do, too. I do, but I... If Harbaugh wins, and I'm not a huge Harbaugh fan, but I just kind of think there would be, there's nothing wrong. It kind of reminds me of when Mickelson finally won the Masters. There's nothing wrong with a little bit of redemption for guys that have a whole lot in the game, a whole lot of skin in the game. And if Harbaugh won that game, like, I, I don't know. I think that would be kind of cool, uh, especially before he he comes out west to coach the Raiders. Yep. I think as his going away present to Michigan, if he won that, and then uh, a couple of days later that he's announced as the new head coach of the Raiders, he comes out here with a whole lot of momentum. It's great. Absolutely. Hey, so here we go. It's the end of the year. One thing I've noticed, which is is kind of funny, because we haven't seen this in years past. We see a couple of people that follow the show, love the show. You guys have been very loyal to us. All of a sudden, Jeff, there's an interesting number that keeps showing up on Patreon. Okay. And and I'm like, what the fuck is this number? I can't figure out the donation that people have made to the show. And what it is is people have bought the show, a lot of people have bought the show a year in advance. Oh, wow. So instead of getting billed every month, they've paid for the entire year, which if you do that, you get a discount. It's a smart move. If you love the Who show. Who signed off on that? Uh, well, it's not one of our calls. Patreon does it for them. Oh, motherfucker. So you, 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 do, get a, you do get a discount if you love this show and you How say, much? I'm not going anywhere. It's, it's a discount of about 15 bucks. And you go, you know what? It's uh, it might be worth it to you. Basically, it's three months free is what it comes out to. Ah, fuck that! You suckers owe me <laughs> bullshit. You owe me seven fifty. But I love the fact that the people are saying I'm all in. I'm all in for all of 2022. So we appreciate everyone that listens to the show and spends time and, and hopefully laughs along with back. us and our stupid shit that's completely wrong and disgusting. And Mary Tyler Moore. And Mary Tyler Moore stuff. Um, but. Again, thank you guys so much for uh, being dedicated to the show. It means a lot to us. Yeah, have an incredibly safe and happy new year. Be careful out there. Look out for yourself, and uh, don't be afraid to look out for the people next year. And, and this weekend, especially uh, this weekend, take a few minutes to check in on the front. Absolutely. All right, good luck, everybody. Happy New Year.
not to be reached Ended all with the smoke on the beach Conversations out on the pier Always entertaining even before we could buy beer Walk to the park to speak our minds Maybe talk to Rock a couple of times Backstreet door, I laugh so hard I'm a little 